Well, hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm Wendy Batten. I'm here today to chat with you about different generations and marketing to each generation. It's a conversation that came up inside my mastermind group, in the, inside the Level Up Mastermind group. We had a big, long conversation about it. We've also been watching retailers already take action in marketing to different groups um, from a Gen Z right through to boomers. There's all kinds of different ways and things to think about when we're marketing to them. So today I'm going to share with you a little bit of my thoughts on each generation and you can take it and put it into your business and think about how you can adapt your marketing conversations, your team, and even maybe the products you sell and the services that you do to each one of these generations. So let's get to it. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Okay, my friends, so I will be the first to confess that... I think when we talk about our ideal client, so to back things up, we've talked many times about ideal client, and it's something I teach a lot inside the retailers inner circle and with my coaching clients. And we talk a lot about who we're selling to and why we're selling to it. That's super important. We need to know who that person is. But sometimes I think it's really important that we are looking on the fringe, (laughs) the outside of our ideal customer, because our business is growing and in a few years, those customers that are our customers now may not be our customer and the new generation might be behind them. So looking at the next five to seven years, who, or maybe, you know, in beyond, who is coming up in the ranks? <laughs> who is behind those customers? Who else, like, how are we going to appeal to them and get them hooked and fall in love with our brands now? How do we do that now? And it's also really important for us to think about different ways uh, and reframe, like, If we are selling to this generation or whatever, whatever generation we're selling to, you know, who else are they buying for and what else are they doing? And it's very interesting. uh, It's been very interesting watching some of the results inside the mastermind group and just uh, applying a few different tactics in marketing and how they're bringing in different generations into the shop. So that's been kind of fun to watch as well, too. So let's talk about Gen Z. Let's just let's just kind of I'll give you a rundown of the different generations. So Gen Z are currently uh, 12 to 26. So in my brain, and I'm going to be 100% honest, I was thinking of them as being really young, like super young, (laughs) but they are young and they need to be served a different way. So people that are really into the Gen Z and funny enough, we've done some experiments and we've talked to all their Gen Z kids, (laughs) those who have Gen Z kids, And, you know, everybody's like, yep, yep, yep. You know, they have really short attention span. They love to, um, you know, they love video. Short form video is really great. TikTok is really great for the Gen Z if that's where you're, you know, if you're, that's part of your strategy or your tactics. 
They love to engage. They love to be like, you know, jumping in your DMs and that kind of thing. But also, what are they doing? So I like to think about what is, what is, what is going on in the Gen Z lifestyle, right? So they're maybe buying new homes. Maybe they're getting their first apartment. Maybe they are getting married. So how can we take what we're doing in our business and attract to, be attractive to the Gen Z generation? So that's just you know, sort of high level on the Gen Z. Millennials 27 to 42 currently, they are, you know, they are learning, they are busy. (laughs) 27 to 42. So they're really, really busy. They usually may have kids, they have that busy lifestyle. We want to make things frictionless for them. Super simple. I talk a lot about being frictionless and having easy, um, easy ways to serve them. They love the drive-throughs. They're doing the meal order deliveries. Like when you start thinking about that generation, but they also love connection. They, you know, they want, um, they want to be part of your brand, but you know, they're busy. So what can we do to serve them? They love to shop. That's a high category for Instagram shopping right now. But they also, they can get really addicted to us. So like when they find a brand they love, they'll stay because it's easy, right? So if you make it easy and you get a gen or you get a millennial in your shop, you know, and they get addicted to you, then they're going to want to stay. But they really need us to make it frictionless for them. So the reason, you know, and how we market, the reason I'm sharing this and how we market to them is thinking about what we're currently doing. Like how are we currently serving people and what could we add to make things a little bit easier? Uh, curbside pickup is a great example. Some people had that during pandemic and then we took it off. So maybe that's the kind of thing we bring back or, you know, who was using that then and who would use it now? And would that make sense? And just start kind of digging a little bit deeper inside your current situation and what you're doing. One thing that the millennials also love, and I have seen this over and over again, they are peer driven. So they love reviews. Generally, they love reviews. They will, you know, they will consume reviews and use that as gospel, whether they're going to shop with you or not. So it's really, really interesting also how where they consume their information. So when I did some research, we realized that 93% of millennials say that they still listen to the radio. So maybe it's in the car, maybe it's they're consuming. So radio ads might work. You know, it's been proven that radio ads work really well with millennials. Um, You know, again, which is maybe outside your thought pattern. So when we talk about, you know, people say to me, do I do ads, Wendy? And it's like, well, who are your, who are your ideal clients? Who are you trying to reach? Why are you trying to reach them? I suspect, and I don't have data on this, but I suspect that they also are listening to podcasts and consuming podcasts. Again, busy lifestyle, probably in the car, going to work sitting at hockey games or sports things or whatever it is, you know, consuming, right? Consuming that kind of stuff. So, and that again is the Instagram and all of that. So thinking about your millennials and thinking about how can we attract more millennials? How can we keep them happy? Uh, Next generation is Gen X. And to be honest, I'm going to tell you something, guys. (laughs) I did not know all of these different generations, like the ages. It kind of shocked me and I could never keep it straight. So I hope this is helpful to you. So Gen X is 43 to 58. That's where this podcasting host fits into the Gen X. Um, Generally, they're saying that with the Gen X, they're like a little bit millennial and a little bit boomer. (laughs) Like it kind of like they kind of lean towards both of them. Um, Total loyalty. And (laughs) I was reading through this and I'm like, oh, that's me. That's me. That's me. Anyway, uh, and you might find yourself if you're in that area in that Gen X bucket, you might also find yourself in that. So 
things that work with Gen X or what they're looking for, they love great customer service. Y'all, y'all know that I love great customer service, but it's so true. So we appreciate great customer service and we expect it. Traditional marketing still works with us. Um, Coupons or physical value add things. So when I say coupons, we're still looking for coupons. Personally, I am not. I am very aware. Um, I don't use coupons, but you know, maybe that's the same thing with that generation. Discounts or bonuses. So again, when I say value add, so, you know, buy two, get one free or bonus or whatever is a really good marketing strategy in that generation. Very loyal, love a loyalty program. Also love things like nostalgia. And we've chatted about that many times here on the podcast. Nostalgia is a really um, big thing in that generation. They also love buying online totally love buying online. That's a, a big thing. And they'll purchase Facebook ads through Facebook ads. And, um, you know, they'll, they'll buy from Facebook ads. So it's really interesting when you start thinking about who your ideal people are or else who you're trying to or who else are you trying to attract and which generation. And just thinking about those different dabbling in those different types of marketing strategies. So then we have the boomers, 59 to 75. And they surprised, this surprised me, this stat surprised me, I'm going to tell you, I believe that all of the all generations are still opening email, but the boomers are the best at email, which is really interesting. They buy, they love emails and 62% of the emails 60, in a recent survey, 62% made purchases via email. Are you paying attention? <laughs> I keep telling you email is important, but that's a great number. They still like old school things like phone and voicemail and real chat. I can see that being true. Very brand loyal. So you can mess up. This is something that, you know, um, we were reading through a lot of uh, stats and statistics and, you know, we pulled out, you can mess up and they will stay loyal to you. Like they'll forgive you. Like they will say, okay, well you messed up, but you know, don't do it again. <laughs> but so if there's a bump in the service or if there's a bump in something, they will stay brand loyal, which I love that because, you know, we all mess up. So things happen. They do expect good customer service, very similar to Gen X. Their value over FOMO, and that's what I wrote here. So value over FOMO, what does that mean? They would more, they appreciate more in the value of what they have and the services and the way they're being treated and everything that goes on with your brand then being like, come in and buy this today because the sale's only on till four o'clock. FOMO is fear of missing out. So they're not motivated by FOMO. They do not care. Like that, they, they don't care. They're more motivated by value in maybe being invited to an event or maybe gift with purchase and that type of thing. So thinking about that is a really great interest and interesting way to think about how we can serve our boomers better. They love short content. They're not going to be reading big, long Facebook ads or Facebook posts from you. They're not into that. They're more into skimming short, uh, short and quick. Uh, and online ordering is big. They love online ordering and gift certificates. So this brings up a little bit of a hmm, like question or way to think about it. And this was uh, this sparked a lot of conversation. You know, maybe boomers are not your people, maybe Gen X are your people or your ideal people, but the boomers are buying for the Gen X. Like if they're, you know, if the parents are buying for the Gen X, which, you know, is the same. I'm a Gen X and I'm buying for Gen Zs, right? I'm buying for my kids. So thinking about what we need to do to to accommodate all of these different 
generations. It can be really it can be really fun when you take some time and sit down and think about who you're serving and who you want to serve. And also on this note, thinking about your own community. Who are the people in your neighborhood? As we say, I won't I will spare you and I won't sing. But uh, you know, thinking about who's actually in your community. So is your community mostly made up of Gen Zs? Like if that's the case, well, you know, we need to be doing a little bit more marketing to Gen Zs, right? So thinking about that and, you know, who your local market is and tapping into that, I guess, is is how I want to share that. We also want to make sure that we think about who's influencing decisions. And that sort of goes to when I said earlier about who's buying gift certificates for who and who's, you know, or who's being, influ- so who's being influenced by who. So, for example, if I'm a Gen Z, I don't know. That's been a long time since I've been a <laughs> been young like that. But if I'm a Gen Z, and when I think back to even when I was a Gen Z, and I watch the Gen Zs now, and remember that's twelve to twenty six years old. So they are. What are they doing? They're consuming different things. They're, and let's say they're buying, and they're just falling in love with different cool things. What's the cool trendy thing that they're falling in love with? Or they're bu- moving into homes, and who's Who's buying things for their wedding? Who's buying? Who's helping them with their uh, with their home decor? You know, what are we doing to 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 lure them in or to get them hooked to our brand? And they're going to be like the Gen Zs are going to be asking the millennials or making a list or whatever, right? So thinking about who's buying for who and who's um, you know a teen a teen is showing parents cool things, right? Let's just say like that. Is it your cool things they're showing them? Uh, and do you have things in your shop that would multi-generational um, if I'm the one buying? So really thinking about what you sell in your shop, who you're serving, who else you can serve, thinking about that next generation coming up behind you. So no matter where you fall, there's a generation behind you, behind them that need to be served. And how can we get them in? Like five to seven years from now is not that long in the in the span of a business So where is your business going to be in five to seven years? Where are you going to be in five to seven years, you know, and really making sure that we are, are filling that pot. And even I say five to 10 years, usually I know it's hard to think that far away, but it is still important. What I do want to mention here as we wrap up, I want you to go, and this is true for some associations in some areas, but not all thinking about whatever it is that you sell. So if you're into ceramics or the yarn or you are selling books and you have, or whatever your niche is, your specialty retail, there may be a association or there may be um, someplace where you can go and find out the stats for what are like what are what are the stats for Gen Z in the yarn and fiber and what are the what's the Gen Z you know what are the stats for showing for who's consuming it who's the, who are the consumers of these right now and it might be really surprising and shocking to you I was able to sort of dip into a few of uh, my members um, my uh, my mastermind members associations and we kind of just did some digging and it's just really interesting to see who your people are and then where, you know, where the opportunities are. We don't want to leave any money on the table, right? So we want to serve more people. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope, uh, and again, I'll just go through it really quick. Gen Z, 11 to 26. Millennials, 27 to 42. Gen uh, X, 43 to 58. And your boomers are 59 to 75. So don't miss 
a generation. Don't miss serving somebody uh, different things and introducing them to your brand. Be open to it and be curious. And I and we are always being curious in our marketing and how we should be thinking about a strategy of our of our entire brand. Just stay curious about serving other generations. So thanks for being here today. I hope you found this podcast helpful. Uh, I hope you will follow us. Don't forget to like and follow us, uh, subscribe to this um, podcast and reach out if you have any further questions or you want to chat about it. You can find me on Instagram over at Wendy Batten Biz. Thanks for being here today. I appreciate you and I hope to see you soon. And again, I guess next week, we'll be here next week, same time, same place. See you soon. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. Bye.